Hey everybody, it's Nia from the Tournament Podcast here with a little audio update. Since we use Zoom to connect with our special guests, our Wi-Fi connectivity was a little bit sus. The audio is a little shaky, but the conversation is not. So as long as you know that going in, I'm sure you'll find it to be a great time. Enjoy! Hey Val! Hey Al! Welcome to the D-Commentaries trailer! Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners! We're just two pals re-watching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads. Looking forward to having you join us for D-Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod. Hello. Wow. Hi. Hey. (laughs) Welcome back to the Tournament Podcast. I'm Nia D'Amelio. He's Trent Dozier. And joining us once again um, are our favorite spooky siblings, Allison and Jason Kuhn. Hello, guys. Hi. How's everyone Good to be back. (laughs) (laughs) We're great. This was, um, I think we all were shocked by at least a couple results throughout mm. the week um this was a crazy tournament yeah it it definitely went more chalk than i think we thought it would based on predictions but uh and everyone's about to find out now the voting was close in yeah a lot of areas so it was another exciting tournament unbelievable, unbelievable. it was it was yeah. Any thoughts before we get into the numbers? Well, first, I just want to thank you guys for having us on, not to get too sentimental, but obviously I grew up with Mia. She's been my best friend for life, and I'm just so proud of everything you've done and creating this podcast with Trent, who is also amazing. It's just such an honor for us to be a part of this, and we just thank you guys so much. Yeah, I think the whole thing about this podcast is that it it gives a lot of different people a chance to just provide their opinions on niche subjects of this nature. And I think that's that's always a fun conversation starter and it brings a lot of people together. So we appreciate you guys. Yes, we love niche subjects. And we appreciate we appreciate the Coon siblings as well. Yeah, we do. Especially for giving us one of the greatest niche tournaments we've had to date. Yeah, without you guys, this would not have happened. Shall we get into it? Yeah, let's let's go. Results. Okay, the tournament, as we all know, for this week was which Disney villain is the best Disney villain? Of course, we had to start... With the play-in round, uh, the matchups uh, and results are as follows. The 17-seeded Lotso Huggin' Bear from Toy Story 3 defeated the 16-seeded Professor Radigan from The Great Mouse Detective. Lotso advances with 65.9% of the vote. 
and the nine-seeded Claude Frollo from the Hunchback of Notre Dame defeated the 24-seeded Prince John of Robin Hood with 59.8% of the vote. All four of us predicted the play-in matchups correctly for this, which is the upper left-hand side of the bracket, the Pride Rock region. Uh, See, I'm, I'm honestly surprised that Radigan got that many votes. Like, uh, There's a lot of Disney stands in this voting column, obviously, so that's good. Yeah, both were way closer than I than you thought expected them mm. to be. Yeah, actually, I would agree. I did um, based on what you were saying, Nia, in the um, uh, about how a lot of the lists showed a lot of respect to Professor Radigan, mm-hmm. um, and also as evidenced by his 16 seed. Like, it's pretty high compared mm-hmm. to you know there were 60 potential villains that we shuffled mm-hmm. through. Um, but of course, we all did think Lotso would win. So I don't know. It, he's it was the good. best. It was a good matchup. <laughs> um, okay, we'll move then in to the Pride Rock region opening round. The one seed Scar versus Lotso, and the eight seeded Hades versus the nine seeded Claude Frollo. And neither of these were close. We predicted both of the higher seeds to advance, and they did. Scar advances with 87.6% of the vote, and Hades advances with 78.7% of the vote. To me, rude. (laughs) To me, definitely not enough votes for Lotso, but maybe that's a personal thing. (laughs) He's just not a classic Disney character. As much as he has a lot of presence and Toy Story is amazing, he's just not one of the classics. I agree. If this tournament showed us anything, it's that the classics really are what stuck with people. Yeah. Agreed. So that gives us the finals in the Pride Rock region. The number one seeded Scar from the Lion King versus the eight seeded Hades from Hercules. And it was a bit of a close matchup, but in the end Scar pulls away by a decent amount. Scar advances to the final four wins the Pride Rock region with 58.7% of the vote. Oh, okay. See, I, I don't know about that. Like, I just, justice for Hades, justice for all, like, the weird, flamboyant, like, crazy, just elements that he brings to the table that the other mm-hmm. Disney villains don't. I don't know. I, I'm i disappointed in the voters for this one. Disappointed that he lost or overall? I'm disappointed that he lost. I think that Hades, he, I think he's one of the first Disney villains that in the entire franchise and the entire lore that was created for a solely comedic purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think that that stands out in a lot of ways. So I don't know. Uh, but I, I get the scar appeal. Like I get his classic um, affiliation, everything. So it makes sense. You know, these are heartbreaking. He is classic. Things Scar to is watch. <laughs> All right. All right. Scar wins the Pride Rock region. We move to the lower left-hand side of the bracket, which is the, uh, what's it called? The Platoon, the Panther DeVille Saloon uh, region, uh, 1974. You know the car, the you car. love the car. <laughs> uh, the play-in matchups, uh, the play-in matchups were as follows. The 13-seeded Lady Tremaine from Cinderella 
upset by the 20 seed Randall Boggs from Monsters Inc. Randall advances with 60.6% of the vote, and the 12 seeded Yzma from the Emperor's New Groove defeats the 21 seeded Governor Ratcliffe from Pocahontas. Yzma starts her Cinderella run. I know. With a 74.2% advancement in the voting there. I think we most. I think we predicted this. We for the all most predicted part. Yzma, and we all predicted Randall, except for Jason. Jason did have Lady Tremaine going through. I wish that Lady Tremaine would have won. Like, I think she is a better villain than Randall. But yeah, I ponder if she would have done better if people actually knew what her name was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in the movie they never actually established or like refer to her as oh hey come here Tremaine like what yeah (laughs) I think I I don't know I think there's a little bit of bias there and like evil stepmom versus Lady Tremaine as an entity that's interesting so you're proposing that if we titled her evil stepmom she would have gotten more votes and possibly beaten Randall I don't I don't disagree I think but wait but in the because I we don't vote in the thing isn't there like a picture of her though? Uh huh. Yes. In the thing. Yeah, but yes, there is, and it says what movie she's from. So in theory, you can deduce that oh, Lady Tremaine looks like the evil stepmom from Cinderella. It says in Cinderella. <laughs> she looks be... a lot like the evil stepmom. <laughs> I wonder if she is the evil stepmom. Yeah, yeah Jason. No. She lost. She lost. Deal with it. And I'm glad that she lost because I also forgot to make this comment that. Disney kind of made stepmoms seem evil. And I know a lot of stepmoms in my life that are great and they like change the kid's life for the better. And yeah, stepmoms don't deserve to have a evil connotation to them. So bye Lady Tremaine. I agree. Justice for stepmoms. <laughs> Into the official tournament then here in the Panther Day Deville, I forget what it's called. Uh, the four seed Cruella Deville, the namesake of the region, uh, does in the end defeat Randall Boggs. Cruella Deville advances with sixty-five point two percent of the vote. A prediction that the Coons got correct, but the uh, Trenton Nias did not. Now, before we get into that, uh, the other matchup was one of the closest matchups in the whole tournament: the twelve seed Isma versus the five seeded Maleficent. From Sleeping Beauty. Maleficent, also the winner predicted by both Jason Kuhn and Allison Kuhn. In the end, Isma's Cinderella story continues. Two votes, two votes separated Isma from Maleficent, but Isma advances with 51.1% of the vote to the finals of the Panther uh, DeVille Saloon region. Kuhn siblings, what are your thoughts? Both of you open mouthed can't believe it did you invite Cusco and Kronk to vote in this bracket is that the reason why he's not won this no no we did not I don't know if Cusco would vote for Yzma you're not wrong yeah I just I don't know I think the thing that was confusing to me about this was I feel like a lot of Yzma's villainhood is defined by her relationship and like duo with Kronk and it's hard to say, like, would Yzma be as funny or as significant if it was not for Kronk? And don't get me wrong, like, I love Emperor's New Groove as a movie, and it's absolutely hilarious, like, probably one of my favorite Disney films. But I don't know if Yzma, 
as an individual brings enough to the table, in my opinion. But I, I get it. I get the appeal. And I think that this this vote itself definitely shows that um, people are more interested in the comedic nature of their villains as compared to um, the the traditional style of Maleficent. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty upset about this. Um, <laughs> I don't think enough people have seen the Maleficent real life films and again like I said before if you have a chance definitely watch them both one and two Angelina Jolie portrays her role so well Mm. and I know we're just basing it off the classics and a lot of people aren't exposed to the Disney world Disneyland culture of Maleficent as well who is extremely prominent in the parks so I'll give the viewers, listeners that. So um, I'm just accepting it. Yeah, I will say on, on Jason's point about um, sidekicks, I had a couple people this week reach out to me um, saying like, where are the sidekicks? And, you know, when we decided to do this, we said no sidekicks. That was like, a stipulation because not every villain has a sidekick mm-hmm. but there was one message in particular um that i got about this upcoming me- message from my good friend sam sartori who is a friend from graduate school she texted me suggesting that you also do best disney villain sidekicks next because sean her partner and i were going back and forth about scar versus yzma and i said kronk is actually what makes yzma so you're not yeah. wrong, Jason. Um, and, you know, I think Iago and Jafar are very similarly, or even Pain and Panic, Pain and, Panic. and Hades. Hades. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I love the Emperor's New Groove. I'm not mad that Yzma won. That's what I have to say. Dare I say, if we did a Disney best Disney villain sidekick tournament, Kronk uh, would probably be the favorite probably. in my eyes. We go then to the finals of the uh, Panther DeVille Saloon region where Yzma keeps on rolling, <laughs> takes down the four-seated Cruella DeVille. Yzma moves on to the final four, advancing with 65.3% of the vote. So kind of uh, like not, not, not close. Not close, not close. Okay, we're moving on to the uh, upper right-hand side of the bracket. We'll start with Ursula's Lair region. The play-in matchups were the 15-seeded Mother Gothel from Tangled versus the 18-seeded Sean Yu from Mulan and the 10-seeded Captain Hook from Peter Pan versus the 23-seeded Hans from Frozen. Mother Gothel and Sean Yu was a great matchup. Literally uh, kept flip-flopping back and forth all day. In the end, four votes separated winner from loser, and it was Mother Gothel getting the nod over um, known genocidal maniac Sean Yu. Uh, Mother Gothel advances into the tournament with 52.2% of the vote. And in the other matchup, Jason's uh, other final four pick, Hans from Frozen, immediately eliminated, immediately by the 10-seeded Captain Hook. Captain Hook advances with 69.1% of the vote, Jason. See, I feel like, I think the results of this bracket are actually my villain origin story. This is just, mm-hmm. this is this is absolute madness. Yeah. 
Jason, Jason is feeling now how I felt during the best pasta shape bracket. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought Hans would go far also, not as far as Jason thought, but I, I couldn't believe that Captain Hook just knocked him out of the park. And, it like wasn't even close. And I love to give credit where credit's due. So I'll give credit to myself here. I absolutely thought Hans had zero chance against Captain Hook. And I was correct. <laughs> Good job, Trent. Totally Obviously, agree with Trent. I think I think the voters put a lot of value into Captain Hook's presence in Shrek. So I'll give them that, I guess. <laughs> Let's hope point. that's true, yeah. Uh, okay, into the uh, tournament proper, the two-seated Ursula from The Little Mermaid easily defeats Mother Gothel. Ursula advances with 78.9% of the vote. And the seven-seated Evil Queen from Snow White. Uh-oh, someone's going to be upset about this uh defeated by captain hook captain hook advances with 56.7 percent of the vote michael thoughts <laughs> not happy uh yeah he's not know. here so yeah and we're not going to the phone line so coons. no he literally <laughs> texted me you should take a caller about the evil <laughs> queen but i'm not calling him he's upset <laughs> that was close i thought it was gonna be more divided but again I think Captain Hook is a more classic Disney mm -hmm. villain than the Evil Queen and the Evil Queen really doesn't have much screen time compared to other villains in movies so I would I also, say that's fine. I also wonder like um and this is just occurring to me like if you don't really know snow white like if you haven't seen it ever or if you haven't seen it since you were a child you might not even know that the old hag is the evil queen mm. i'm just putting this together like you might not know that that's the same person yeah but don't you see yeah her her name is actually also tremaine did you know that what? no it's not he's lying um no but i'm saying me. if you i'm saying me. if you don't know snow white yeah like how would you know that those two people are the same people sure uh, uh yeah i don't know i haven't watched i haven't watched snow white in a long time so i know i don't know i don't know guys captain hook's got a great name <laughs> i think trent should go back on the ride at disneyland like tomorrow no well, and open I'm... your eyes the whole time no Too she scary. does she does the thing she where turned, she turns yeah. around <laughs> oh i don't like that shit at all no. terrifying um, well, the finals of Ursula's Lair region saw Ursula dominate Captain Hook. Uh, although there was a little spark at the beginning of the day, Captain Hook got out to a Cap Captain Hook got out to a small early lead and then got absolutely annihilated the rest of the way. Ursula wins the region, moves on to the final four with 78.5% of the vote, keeping mine and Nia's prediction of Ursula winning the whole thing alive for now. Any thoughts on the uh, Cinderella run of Captain Hook coming to an end? No, I mean, I support this. Like, Ursula's a diva, and Captain Hook was way ahead of his laurels for making it that far, so it makes sense for Ursula to make it out of there. Love it. Okay, we move to our final region, the lower right-hand side of the bracket, the Cave of Wonders region. The play-in matchups saw the 14-seeded Shere Khan from The Jungle Book versus the 19-seeded Sid from Toy Story and the 11-seeded Dr. Facilier from The Princess and the Frog versus the 22-seeded 
Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland. Uh, Dr. Facilier moves on with 61.3% of the vote. Pretty easy. Everybody predicted that correctly, except for me. And (laughs) one single vote separated Cher Khan from Sid. But in the end, Cher Khan got the nod. He advances with 50.5% of the vote eliminating Sid from contention. Allison Kuhn doing a little dance. She is the only one who predicted ShareCon correctly over Sid. Allison, were you that final deciding vote perhaps? Uh, no, I did not vote like I said. And I did really good in the opening round overall. I think I had most of the opening round winners if I'm correct. And ShareCon yeah, Sid is just annoying, but Shere Khan is a quality villain. I'm glad he had his time. I can confirm that Allison pre- uh, correctly predicted every single plan, and she is the only one of us to correctly predict every single plan. So congratulations. Way to go, Allison. See, I know some shit about my Disney villains, eh? <laughs> Moving on into the region uh, for real, the three seated Jafar from Aladdin dominating Shere Khan. Jafar advances with 84.3% of the vote, and Gaston, the six seed from Beauty and the Beast, similarly, uh, well, didn't dominate, but did fairly easily move on past Dr. Facilier. Gaston advances with 61.8% of the vote, as correctly predicted by the two of us, me and Nia, and not predicted by the Coons. Jason, you're shaking your head about Facilier falling. I I want to personally volunteer to sit down with anyone who voted in this poll who has not seen Princess and the Frog yet and show them why Dr. Facilier is a fantastic villain. I think that he's, I just, I don't think he's well known enough to succeed amongst the other greats of this bracket, but I don't know. Gaston, upon further thought, I I guess he is a little bit more than just a bully. Like he, he's attempting to kill the beast. And he's he's doing those murderous villain actions. So I, I get the appeal to him overall for being pretty evil, but I don't know. Dr. Facilier again, it's it's the song for me. It's mm. Friends on the Other Side is fantastic and very not well known enough. So I don't know. I support it. I I agree in general that the Princess and the Frog is not well known enough and more people should know about it. Especially, I mean, now's a great time to go watch the movie because they're building a ride about it. So mm-hmm. everybody should watch it. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. With that being said, no one's got beef on their body like Gaston. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> nice. That's a nice cut of meat. All right, keep going. Whoa. <laughs> the finals of the Cave of Wonders region did see uh, the three-seated uh, Daddy Jafar uh, defeat the six-seated Gaston. <laughs> Jafar advances, wins the region into the final four, 58% even. So this gives us a final four of, on the left side, the one-seated Scar versus the 12-seated Yzma, and on the right side, the two-seated Ursula versus the three-seated Jafar. Here we go. Scar, finally, the one to put an end to Yzma's run but it was not without difficulty. It was a little close, but in the end, Scar advances to the finals, winning with 54.6% of the vote. And Ursula pretty much spanked Jafar's skinny little bottom. Ursula advances with 
percent of the vote setting up the finals matchup of the one-seeded scar versus the two-seeded ursula before we get there any thoughts from yzma stan nia or from jafar stan allison (laughs) yzma had to fall at some point this you know she was the 12 seed did she did she have to fall um yeah honestly like the fact that she had 46 percent of the votes in the semis it could have been an yzma final like what that would have been insane but it makes sense yeah she very well could have made it this was not a this was not a blowout by any means if different people vote you know or maybe different people don't vote who knows how it goes yzma sliding in there i think that yzma's um she's so funny and so evil yeah and she's funny in a way that I don't think she knows she's funny. Yes. And I think that the best Yzma scene is when she describes how she's going to turn Cusco into a flea and then put the flea in a box. And it just is like such a, it sticks out so much from my childhood that moment when she describes how she's going to turn him into a flea because it's so funny. Mm. But she's being really sincere. I don't know. She's great. I love her. I love that movie. Allison, you want to pour one out for the hottest man ever drawn? <laughs> yes, I'm glad he made it this far. And he didn't lose without um, some pride there. He can have a lot of the votes still. And I had a lot of people message me about the sexual awakening. So <laughs> I'm not totally weird. And he has a lot to him. For a Disney character, he he has it and i'm glad he made it this far so something that i found to be pretty interesting is that both ursula and scar like neither one of them have very well-defined backstories and i think this is something that we talked about in the previous episode is that are people looking for villains that are just purely evil and they're just have a they have a lust for power like ursula and scar or do they want there to be some type of like made up characterization that like brought them to where they're at but i think that we kind of learned from this voting that people just want an evil villain that they can laugh at and i support it yeah that's interesting when you think about the final four they are all lust for power people jafar and yzma are in really similar positions mm-hmm. um and then scar and ursula if you've seen the musical the little mermaid you know that ursula is king triton's sister so they're so they are also coming at it from a very similar angle. Yeah. That's interesting. Wow. Well, here we are. This is crazy, you guys. This final was insane. Um, can I say the journey through this final? Sure. This journey through this tourney. So the final voting days, <clears throat> it was two days. Yes. And at the end of the first day, uh, I don't think either of us looked at the poll, but when I woke up on the second day and I looked at the poll, we were dead even. Dead. What? Dead what? even. After over 24 hours of voting, it was a 50 50 split right down the middle. And the second day brought us two more votes only. And those two votes did determine our winner. So. That's wow. Go ahead. (laughs) Here we go. When the tournament podcasts via the spookiest siblings in all the land, Jason and Allison Koo, asked the question which Disney villain is the best Disney villain? 
we turn to you, the viewership, the votership, the listenership, the leadership, the friendship, the attorneys at pod. You voted all week and you told us that, as Nia said, only two votes separate winner from loser between the one-seated Scar from The Lion King and the two-seated Ursula from The Little Mermaid. The number one Disney villain of all time with 51% of the vote is the number one seed in the tournament, Scar. Wow. What? Of course, like, of course the tournament that we thought would be the most objective ends up having the number one seed win. That's, that's just how it goes. That is, that's literally what Nia was saying yesterday it it feels to me honestly like a disappointment that he won like i think with every time he advanced i was like this is disappointing mm. and i really wanted ursula to win i predicted her to win he just is like there's no redeeming quality about scar like you never i feel like you never ever root for him one time he sucks i'm upset that he won. okay so he's a good villain then he's out here not being <laughs> rooted for <laughs> He yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the value that people are looking for here. Like they they get the most anger out of Scar as a villain. So yeah, like blaming, like gaslighting Simba for killing his own dad. Whenever clearly Simba was put in a horrible position that he wants to hide away after it, he is the definition of evil for Disney. I just I, I feel like I'm I'm in the same vein as Nia's like subjectivity in this manner though like I, I'm looking for redeeming qualities in a villain and I think that Ursula I mean she so she has the power to shape shift and yet she never chooses to like be anything different than what her version of beauty is and I respect that like she she doesn't try to adhere herself to like traditional princess beauty standards like Ariel and everything like that. Like she she instead of that takes advantage of other people's insecurities instead of her own. So I I don't know. That's I think that Ursula brings a lot more of an arc as a villain to the table, but I I guess the scar evil appeal is there. Well, also Jason, another point that you kept bringing up. Uh, throughout the tournament, which I think is arguably most relevant to Scar. It's got one of the best songs. But is it better than Poor Unfortunate Souls? Like, even then, I think that Poor Unfortunate Souls is better than Be Prepared. Well, I think, I think if there's one thing we learned from this tournament, it's that the top two seeds were correctly seeded, and they are... You can flip a coin and you're like, that's the best Disney villain and be satisfied. Two votes! Two votes. It, I mean, if we didn't do, if we did two days of voting somewhere else, it, Ursula and Scar literally could have been deadlocked in a tie, and we would have had to, I don't know, flip a coin or crown the first co-winners of a tie. I don't know. We've never, you know, had to cross that bridge before. Um, See, I think I think we can blame the uh, Jonas Brothers for this one because if the Jonas Brothers had done a cover of "Be Prepared," then maybe Scar would have lost. But because they did a cover of Ursula's song, that's the reason why she lost. This is a very strong point from Jason. This, this Jonas Brothers theory is out of control. Allison, uh, so, I feel like you have been making faces. 
Yeah, Ursula, she didn't deserve to win this. She just would trap people after giving this proposal of a great life and then like, oh, nope, now you're my servant. And she actually goes out and pretends to be Ariel. Like she has her own character. It's just, Mm -hmm. she's pretending to have Ariel's voice. So she does want to try to be like a regular human. So she needs to make up her mind on what she actually wants, follow through, and then maybe she can be successful, but she can just stay in her lair and at least the other people got freed too at the end like whenever they defeat ursula all those poor mermen got released and were able to go on with their lives so yeah i'm I'm glad she lost sorry ursula bye yeah that's also a good point too comparatively then about scar where he knows exactly what he wants the throne yeah and then he murders his brother right and gets the throne yeah ursula's really just like like john wayne gacy she's <laughs> she's collecting bodies uh, yeah. yeah scott just wants the one body and he gets it eliminates it yeah his only problem was that he didn't want to kill a kid he should have just killed simba himself i guess that's his redeeming quality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah exactly well, well, this tournament was absolutely bonkers, even though the first seed won and it ended in a final with the first and second seed. Like a lot of these votes were so close yes. and we had a couple Cinderella runs and it was really fun to be part of all week and to to watch you guys react to Maleficent getting knocked yeah. out so early. It just was really fun and crazy and we appreciate um are everyone who voted all yeah. throughout the week. Yes, and also I, I... I think it was also interesting to really see people's reactions to villains left off the bracket and kind of commentary there because I think that, I don't know, everyone takes their own definition of a villain in a movie and for some people's perspective, that could be the protagonist. For some people's perspective, that could be a side character at all. Again, as we come back to the main point, it's subjective, so it's interesting. Mm-hmm. We do our best. We do our best. And what does best mean to you? Uh, the only other thing I wanted to say was that big, we, this was a, a great tournament, something that, you know, a, a topic that Nia and I both care about. Um, another niche topic, you know, we love the niche topics. Um, but it was, of course, brought to us by the two Coon siblings. But not only did the two of you bring this great concept for a tournament, on average, this was the most votes we got per day in a, in a like consistently. Yeah, consistently. Sometimes there's like a, a huge a really big a day. spike and then it dips back down. Yeah. This was the highest total of votes, I think, overall in a tournament <laughs> ever. And that was due in no small part to the two of you, you know, also posting about it every day and really promoting it. And we we love that. We like we've mentioned before, we love having guests on the show. But we really love having people who are passionate about their topics. And yeah. that's exactly what you guys were. And so this was this was another great we're on a really nice streak here of really great tournaments. And this was absolutely one of them. Yes. I'm not so I'm happy. not unhappy about this result. I think I think it makes sense for Scar Nurse to be in the championship and have Scar go through. So 
Yeah, I think a lot of people are passionate about this topic too, because we all grew up with Disney movies. So it was really fun to just hear what people were saying throughout the week. Even people that I have not talked to for a while, they're like, oh, this is really cool to compare the people and listen to the podcast. And I think they even dove into some of the other podcasts too, because like I said, you guys have done an amazing job creating this niche tournament atmosphere. And it's just really fun to see where we start and where we end up. So I just hope to continue to see the success for you guys. And maybe you'll even have us back on. What do we want to do next? <laughs> I think you'll definitely be back. Oh, definitely. I think with this sidekick talk, maybe that's an avenue we go down. But then also I know that we have discussed Disney duos. So perhaps that's also in the future. Maybe we'll even do a little mini poll or something. Uh, across our social media saying would you rather have the coon siblings back for best disney duos or best disney villain sidekicks yeah we'll see unless the coons prefer one over the other or or if you want to do something not those two things entirely the the only other thing i would say if we're going to continue our spooky run because Mm -hmm. people need to know how spooky we actually are we could do something around halloween maybe best tim burton film because me and jason are extremely passionate about tim burton movies so maybe we can do that give some nightmare before christmas credit just another idea i think that's a great idea i i also actually really like this idea (laughs) big fish in the in the same vein of evil i think we should also participate in the best uh jonas brothers song too okay uh, this is over no this jonas (laughs) brothers situation is insane it's literally crazy (laughs) oh man all right are we ready we ready to wrap up i have nothing more to say other than visit the trendnetwork.com. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And if you're a new listener, thanks for listening. We can't promise that you'll be super interested in every tournament every week, but yeah. there is always a tournament for you um, coming down the pike. And <laughs> and if you are a new listener, do go back and check out some of those old tournaments. Um, like mm-hmm. like Nia kind of was mentioning too, you can't vote in them anymore, but like you can still get mad about how everyone did vote. <laughs> oh yeah, I still get mad about stuff, and I was there. So that's pasta shape. Yeah. So never let that one go. Everyone, thank you for voting, and um, thank you, Jason and Allison, for joining us once again. Um, and uh, I'm sure by the time we get to recording the bumper, we'll know what we're doing next week. But until Maybe. then, <laughs> thanks for joining us on this journey called Tourney and. Oh. Sorry. Okay. One last thing. I knew it. I knew it. This will not be the tournament next week, but I would like to tell everybody now that this year we are going to do this tournament. So start, I think the whole series is on Netflix. Documentary Now, we are going to do a best documentary now episode. Yes! Because <laughs> season four premieres this year at some point. So watch Documentary oh Now. God. It's really great. The episodes are only like 25 minutes. I believe they're all on Netflix currently. Um, but we'll get to them eventually. I've been meaning to say this for literally three or four weeks, but yeah, and, and you haven't even said it to me. And I haven't. I I like it more than Trent likes it. Yes. So. <laughs>
This is huge. Um, Sorry, cut your cut you right off. Right. It's okay. It's okay. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this journey called Turney. And remember, may, may the, the thing, the thing with the most most win. Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Tourney Pod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the hyphen tourney hyphen pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Monday to hear more about our next tournament, Which American Professional Sports League is the best American Professional Sports League?